Welcome to you. This is Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Thanks for tuning in, where we chat uh, all things outdoors, hunting, fishing, motorcycles, fast cars, and uh, in some cases, fast women as well. I'm your host, Stan Poggle, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer. Speaking of fast women, how's it going, Kudak? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, I, when we start to show off, we got us. You know, I was down in Vexlar the other day, talked with Mr. Ballman and Zanenko and Studer, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the Vexlar units. You know, we we I used it all winter. I used used the uh, you know their cage drill. Uh, big appreciation to them guys for letting me use that. I mean, they're they're a class act down there at Vexlar. And them K drills, I'll tell you what, it's it's a good deal. If people are looking looking for a drill for the wintertime and a and a and a and a flasher unit, you know, talk to them guys over there at Vexlar. It's it's a, a good deal. I mean they're they're right right down off old Chocopee Road. Something whoever goes wrong with them or they need to be clean, them guys take care of it for you. They're a bunch of good guys over there. Yeah, we chat about it all the time. The only problem is they build stuff so good and the stuff never wears out. But the good thing about that, you pass it along to your kids and then you can upgrade and get a nicer one. You bet that I mean you know the old FL eights, I mean Mr. Ballman, the owner owner of the company back there, he's still back there working on the old paper graphs that he does and uh, and we talked about he was showing me an article uh it was in the uh North Dakota Fisherman, I believe, magazine about uh about the walleyes out there. They got a slot limit on it. And if we could find that, I got a copy at home, so when I when I do get home, I'm gonna make some copies of it and we'll get that passed around. A very, very interesting article. I didn't get a chance to go through and read it all, but we were being Zanenko and, and Mr. Bauman were talking about it. And it's a pretty eye-opening thing about this guy that uh, works for the DNR in North Dakota. And uh, it, it kind of says the slot limits don't work like we've been saying for years. Yep. Yeah, we'll have to get into that because I know we have been getting into some more uh, controversy here as of late with the with the musky stocking. We chatted about that, and I can't remember even what the other one was a couple weeks before that we chatted about. But there's another one brewing with uh, between, uh, it sounds like maybe some bait shops are not going to be too happy with the new system the DNR is looking to implement. Uh, as far as what I, the way I understand it, they're trying to go more to an online system, so they're getting rid of the old computer systems. But they haven't fully transferred over to the online system because they're not selling a whole lot of licenses uh, yet, as of yet online, which I'm sure it'll end up being 100% online uh, down the road. But at the same time, they're asking the retailers, basically the way that it sounds like, to provide the equipment to sell licenses for the state. How ridiculous is that? Well, you know, you look at some of the small bait stores, and you think, okay, the DNR gives them these these uh, computers to do. They're selling the DNR licenses. I mean, that's what they're used for. And now, now the DNR is saying, well, we're not going to give you this computer no more. We want you to buy it. Well, if it was me and I owned a bait store and they told me that, 
I'd say take this computer and take go somewhere else and buy their license. Yeah, it's uh, so that'll be interesting. I don't know if we're going to have time to get into that debate too much today. Um, some other things too we wanted to chat about and bring up here in coming weeks if we don't get to it today. But I know uh, it looks like uh, they're looking for a lot of money to you know upgrade, repair uh, a lot of the state parks. Apparently, according to uh, the legislature, are in dire need of repair. And I say, you know, I, I love the state parks, I love the county parks, I love the game refuges, all the things that DNR does and, and manages. It's it's a great thing to go out and experience and, and enjoy here in Minnesota. But at the same time, if you can't take care of what you got, why are you building? They just built a, opened up a couple new state parks here in the last couple of years, and now they're asking for more money to 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 fix what they can't keep up. Well, was it was it our lottery supposed to have a DNR fund there that was supposed to? And maybe I'm wrong, but I always thought our lottery, the Minnesota State Lottery, put money into the DNR for this and that and whatever. But yep. you know, but then again, they, them guys probably need a raise, so you know, boost everything <laughs> up, take the money away, and you will well, well, go get raises again. And they, and they just got a raise here not too long ago, so you know. It, it should, it's really going to be interesting when when they when the the, the governor is not there and we get a new governor and I mean I it, we need we need a governor in there that's that's a, that's a sportsman that 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 hunts and fishes and and, and gets out with the public that hunt because you're in Minnesota it's a hunting state it's a fishing state so we need somebody in there that okay well let's 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 look at this stuff and let's go a different direction. We do have a good show lined up for you. We're going to be chatting with uh, Joe Bricko a little bit later from JT Custom Rods, and they have another new line. It seems like they're coming out with new stuff all the time. We chat with them usually at the sports shows, and we have them a couple times a year, but with the spring uh, season coming, and uh, I don't know if you're going to be fishing. You might be uh, sliding the boat across the ice up in your neck of the woods, but we will eventually get to some open water, so... He's got some great new gear for that, so we'll chat with Joe Bricko of JT Outdoor Products coming up here about the bottom of the hour. And uh, we also have our good friend Jerry Sather, and it sounds like he's in the same neck of the woods you are, so you might bump into each other down there. Well, Jerry's about an uh, hour and a half, maybe two hours north or from, where, from where I'm at, but uh, wait, you know, stranger things have happened. So let's bring him in, Jerry. Jerry Sather of Labs Unlimited Kennels. How are we doing, buddy? Good, good. I'd love to run into Chris down here. I, I got my first day of fishing yesterday. And all these little training ponds that we train dogs on down here are just plumb full of these bass. And yesterday when I was getting dogs out in the morning, I saw a bunch of them swirling on the water. It's got to be their their spawning time down here. So I went and spent about two hours fishing, and it was phenomenal. Uh, you catch 20, 30 of them in an hour on little ultralights, and a lot of fun, a lot of fun down here. And you're down there, Jerry. You got a bunch of customers' dogs down here training. Or your dogs, or no? These are all customer dogs. I got I got a crew of fourteen down here, and we have some competition dogs that are getting ready for the upcoming season. We have a, a bunch of young dogs. They're going to be waterfall hunting dogs this next year, and they're taking that next step, going from foundation training into advanced level training. And really, the whole purpose of this trip coming down is to get a jump start on the water work. And, you know, at home, we're, we're another six to seven weeks before we can get dogs in the water. We're down here. We're, we're getting that real, you know, early start uh, to the season. So every year we come down right around this time and, and 
I'm not coming back this year until the snow's gone. Yeah, well, you might have to uh, wait a little bit longer because uh, it sounds like we're going to be getting more here, maybe tomorrow even here in Minnesota. So you may want to stay down there, down south for a while. We're chatting with Jerry Sather of uh, Labs Unlimited Kennels, and we're going to find out more about uh, what to look for in a dog, uh, what kind of uh, techniques he uses. He's been doing it for years and years and years. A lot of competition dogs as well. So if that's something you're looking to maybe do, Jerry can help you with that as well. Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Pago. This is Outdoor Adventures. If you'd like to chime in, 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. And I've had all sorts of emails, Kudak, and uh, text messages and Facebook messages and the listeners today, believe it or not, Kudak, wanted to dedicate all the music to you today. Yeah, yeah, you're starting trouble again, ain't you? So we will be back and start that up next here <laughs> on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. I'm Stan Poggle, and joined, as always, by my good friend Chris Kudak, and we're chatting with Jerry Sather of Labs Unlimited Kennels. Here's the first dedication for you, Kudak. Looking into the night, not seeing what you wanted to see. Darling, don't say a word, I've already heard what your body's saying to mine. You're tired of fast moves, you've got a slow There you go, Kudak. <laughs> oh, you just you just gotta start trouble, don't you? I I hey, the listeners have spoken and you know what? We won't have a radio show without the listeners. So I, I, I thought, you know what, I, I got a pretty good music mix. I have a good selection of music and uh, they kind of gave me a little theme, and I ran with it. So we'll have another one for you here in the next couple of segments. But uh, we got to get back into the serious stuff here. Our good friend Jerry Sather from Labs Unlimited Kennels is joining us. And uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Jerry, um, you know, for those that haven't heard you before on our show, um, maybe just, you know, as far as training a dog, maybe uh, give them a little bit kind of where to start, things to look for in a trainer, um, and maybe just kind of a timeline, maybe, if you will, as far as, you know, depending, obviously, how far you want to go with the training, but uh, maybe a general timeline for those folks out there, what they can expect when uh, having their dog train or maybe even trying it themselves. Sure. You know, the first thing you got to decide is what kind of dog you want. Are you going to upland hunt? Are you going to waterfall hunt? Are you going to do both? You know, there, there's two different areas you can go, an upland hunting and a waterfall hunting. So you kind of pick out the dog you want, and then, you know, for that first three, four months, you know, it's all about socializing, crate training, creating a good citizen around people around the house and creating that prey drive. And then from the six months on until about 10, 11 months old, up to a year old, we do all the foundation training, which is obedience and teaching a dog the skills of what we're going to have in the field. And, and, and from what we have there, once we have all the foundation dogs uh, of the built, you know, then we start doing advanceable training with these dogs, and that's kind of what we're down here doing right now is, is getting a jump start on the water work. And, and the dogs that really excel working in the water are the dogs that we really look for in our, in, our breeding, in our breeding program. But when you're starting out and you're thinking about maybe getting your first dog, 
really think about what kind of hunting do you do, what kind of dog is best going to service what I want out of a dog. If it's strictly upland, strictly waterfall, if you can do a combination of both, you just have to decide which dog works best for you and, and your family. Now, the majority of dogs we train are family pets that hunt on the weekends. So the majority of guys that I train for, I find out that the average guy hunts about 17 to 20 days out of the year. The rest of that dog's time has to be a good citizen around the house, the family, you know, and everywhere, everywhere you go with these dogs. So obedience is really important. Socializing is really important. Um, you know, so if you have looking at trainers, look at the facility your dog is going to be trained at and go take a visit there. We do a lot of meet and greets with any dog that's going to come in. And I want to meet the dog and what I'm working with. And a lot of times when I see the dog, I can show them some things to work on so the dog is more prepared if they do come in for training. But when you're looking at trainers, number one thing to look at is facility. Is it clean? What kind of training grounds do they have? And when you're there visiting with the trainer, just watch how the dogs react to that trainer. Are they excited about it or are they a little nervous about it? But there's a lot of things to look at when you're looking at having a dog trained by somebody else because you're entrusting your family member with that person. And, Jerry, they can also, you also have litters of dogs that you sell and, and start from starter dogs too, don't you? We do. You know, we don't do a lot of breeding. We maybe do one or two litters a year, and I'll usually keep one or two puppies out of each litter, and then I train them, and, and I sell them as a started dog. And most of our dogs are around that 10 to 11 months old, and for the average guy who hunts, I mean, they're ready to go to advanced level training, but for the average people that we train for, that's all the training they're, they're ever going to need. And it, it, it doesn't take as much to train an upland hunting dog as it, as it does to teach, teach a waterfall hunting dog, because when it comes to waterfall hunting, the dog has to sit, they have to be steady, you got the whole water factor, decoys, you know, all that stuff comes into play. Where our upland dogs, we get them excited about birds and gunfire, teach them how to quarter a field within gun range, and really go shoot birds over them. So it's really two different forms of training that we have to work on, and that's what I like to find out for any new customer that comes in, what kind of hunting are they going to do so we can specialize our training package to exactly what you're going to use that dog for. And uh, being the dog whisperer you are, Jerry Sather of Labs Unlimited Kennels, we've also talked in previous shows here, uh, as far as just uh, knowing your dog, too, and, and, and their abilities and kind of what to look for as far as what type of dog you have, because there, there's a lot of little things that you see in, in people that are uh, into the master trainers and all that, uh, that that will uh, implement that'll be a good hunting dog down the road. Absolutely, it's, it's retrieving desire. It dictates everything we do with these dogs. So the most important thing you do when you get a new puppy and you want to start working with them, you want to create that prey drive, that that drive to go pick up bumpers and wings and all that kind of stuff for young dogs that we want to get them going on. But the other one that's really important also is the socializing skills of being around other people, around other dogs, you know, crate training. There's a lot of things that go into that first year of a dog's life, and it's the most important year of that dog's life is that first year. We want It's easier to build them correctly than have to go back and fix problems later. And, and Jerry, you, you uh, make sure the dogs, you know, your starter dogs are not gun-shy and, and they like the water because, I mean, I've seen some dogs that were definitely afraid of water. 
Well, you know, dogs, they learn everything one way or the other. We want everything to be a positive experience. Dogs never forget whether it's negative or positive. So introduction to water, introduction to gunfire is the most important course they're ever going to go through. Even if you're never going to hunt a dog, you want to send them through that introduction to bird and gun program because it gets them excited about noises, birds, you know, and retrieving. You know, we have Fourth of July. We have lightning. Um, there's a lot of loud noises that can really spook a young dog. So we want to make that a positive experience. And we usually do that right around six months of age. And before we run out of time here, Jerry, why don't you let people know uh, your website, where how they can get a hold of you, and uh, what they, uh, how, how they can get more information. You know, the best way to get a hold of us is send us an email, and you can find my email address right on the website at labsunlimitedkennels.com. We can set up a, a meet and greet. And it's a free evaluation, doesn't cost you a thing. And then we can sit down and, and kind of design a training program for what you're looking for for your dog. And I was going to ask you, with the upcoming season uh, coming up, as far as my one of my favorite seasons, and that's motorcycle season, Jerry, uh, is, it, is it pretty easy to train a dog to either ride on the, on the gas tank or in the, on the back seat? You know what? I'm down here right now, and I got a four-wheeler with me. And all my dogs are used to hopping up on the four-wheeler with me. Um, there's a couple of training ponds that are a little ways off the road that we have to get to. So we have dogs that are used to hopping right up on a four-wheeler, hopping up on a motorcycle. Super easy to teach. There you go. There you go, Stanley. You can put them in the sidecar, put some goggles on them, or maybe teach them how to drive the motorcycle, Stan, so he can get you home from point A to point B. That sounds like a heck of a deal. <laughs> I don't know can... if I can teach them how to do that, but we can teach them how to ride for sure. Well, if you get one of those Honda-matics, I'm sure if anybody could do it, you probably could, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> we can give it a try. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Say we still got about 30 inches of ice on the lake. Uh, you won't be using my auger, but you think you'll be getting out ice fishing at all yet before the end of the year? I will not. I have already told my family back home that I am not coming home until it warms up there. And it's kind of funny down here. Last night it got down to 40 degrees, and the people that live down here, they're almost in a panic mode because it gets down to freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have the gear like we have here. Uh, one more time, can you throw out your website, Jerry? Yeah, look us up at labsunlimitedkennels.com. Well, thanks for uh, checking in. As always, it's always a fun conversation, and uh, if you bump into Kudak down there, uh, watch out. Well, he's a legend down here. I've heard about him down here already. Uh-oh, I'll have to ask him about that. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> no, no, you guys quit getting me in trouble. Yeah, we'll see you, Jerry. You take it easy, bud. Okay, guys, thanks. That is uh, Jerry. Jerry Sather of Labs Unlimited Kennels. You can check him out at labsunlimitedkennels.com. Uh, we got a couple of minutes here before we get to our good friend Joe Bricko from JT uh, Outdoor Products, and we're going to be previewing the new lines of custom rods. It sounds like they have some some great stuff out, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, trying out my new crappie rod here this uh, spring too, because if the if the ice ever gets off the lake. Yeah, yeah, no, he's got some new products out. You know, the old GT, he, he's got some good guys that are designing this. Uh-oh, I think uh, we lost Kudak there. Are you, are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, barely. We, we'll uh, check in with you here. I'm going to uh, just put you on hold here for a second because we have to go to break anyway. Uh, don't forget, you check us out on Facebook, too, and uh, see all our good friends on there. we got lots of pictures, lots of videos. 
I uh, found a video, or not a video, but I found a car on its side on Black Lake this week, so that was a fun one. There's also, uh, I just recently posted one of the full moon here the other night coming up over the lake, so uh, plenty of nice outdoor pictures on there and links to our guests and all of our friends there. Uh, check us out, Outdoor Adventures, on Facebook. And then also, don't forget to download that free Our Heart Radio app. You uh, can download that for free. And then you can search Outdoor Adventures on there, and you'll never miss an episode. There's a little follow button. You click that follow button, and then anytime we have a new show, you will get a notification. And uh, you can listen to the podcast that way, or you can listen anytime live as well. Just search Twin Cities News Talk, and uh, not only Outdoor Adventures, but you can listen to any other of the great shows on here uh, during the week here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. We'll be back with uh, Joe Brickle from JT Outdoor Products coming up next. Into the second half here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Just wrapped up with Jerry Sather of Labs Unlimited Kennels. And into the second half already with my buddy Chris Kudak uh, beaming in, we'll just say from an undisclosed location this week. And uh, we're going to... The listeners wanted us to dedicate a few songs to Kudak this week, so Kudak, here's uh, song number two for you. Later, we needed at least one song from a band from Texas. Yeah, thanks a lot, Stanley. You're a good guy. We are uh, going to get Joe Bricko on here now, and uh, he's always got new information, Kudak. He's always well, got new stuff what. coming out. I'll tell you what, I've been using his rods for the last couple of years, the summer rods and, and his winter rods, and the guy designs one of the best rods, summer and winter, that I think is on the market. I mean, it, you if once you get one in your hand and use it, and I mean I've had guys this winter using my my winter rods, and you know they go out and buy them. I mean they're they're that nicer rods, they're quality. They got the, one of the best spring bobbers on them that I've seen, and uh, the summer rods. I mean they got good tips on them. They you got good feeling. They're 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 good rods. I mean if if a guy wants to use one and look at one, you know there's plenty of the guys that are out there. He's got a heck of a good pro staff. They got some guys that are are good pros that are using this stuff. You know, get one in your hand and, and and use it and see what you think because you'll be buying one right after that. They're they're that good of rods. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. There, Joe Bricko from JT Outdoor Products. How are we doing? Good. How's it going, guys? We're doing excellent. And uh, I know you've uh, always always on the uh, innovative side of things, and it's it's no different this spring, where everybody's looking forward to the open water season here in Minnesota, but. Uh, Lay it on us, Joe. What what are some of the new things you have coming out this spring? Yeah, I mean, even though it's, it doesn't really feel like it, I mean, we are we are getting pretty excited. We're we're seeing a, a kind of interest uh, in, in the new rods that were, were were actually just rolled out here on our on our website. So uh, the new offerings we have for this year will include a, a six foot nine medium rod, and, and this is uh, really in response to the to the popularity of our. Of our JTX line, which was uh, which is medium light blanks, and that thing just kind of kind of took the fishing world by by storm, um, way beyond my expectations. So we added a medium uh, in response to that. So that's a six foot nine. 
and then we added a, uh, a seven foot three uh, light. Now this will be a finesse walleye rod. A lot of guys will use this as, as their bobber rod. Um, and then uh, we're, we're going to start to enter into the to the bass market uh, with a new release as well. So we have a seven foot three medium heavy uh, casting rod. Uh, and then to to round out the four, uh, we've added a a lead core rod, which I'm really passionate about. I, I'm a tournament angler, and I, I do a I do a lot of lead core trolling. I'd consider that to be one of my one of my specialties. So I've been prototyping that rod personally for two years now, and feel like like we really have something special there. Uh, so that's a again that's an eight foot uh, lead core rod. So that's the four new releases for this year. Uh, we're super excited about it. Well, it sounds like you have a little bit of something for everyone. So you have the new baitcast model, but the other ones, I'm guessing, those are what spinning combos, or? Yep. So the the seven foot three light is going to be a spinning rod, and the six foot nine is a spinning rod, and then the uh, the baitcaster, uh, the seven foot three medium heavy is a baitcast, and then the lead core rod is also a, a casting handle for, you know, for the line corner reels and and um, you know things like that. And and for you too, Kudak. But I wanted to ask Joe first. But you know, as a tournament angler, and I know Kudak, you did a hell of a lot of it uh, over the years too. But but what what makes uh, the difference? Uh, you know, with the custom rods, as far as I mean, uh, winning that tournament or not winning that tournament, or getting that fish hooked or not getting that hook, or just feeling feeling things that you can't feel with a regular uh, rod. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, that's. Um... You know, that, that's a great question. You know, I would even group guides into that. Um, you know, guides and a tournament angler, getting that big fish, big fish in the net, you know, is, uh, is all the difference. That fish, you have to get that bite. You have to land that fish. For the, for the guy, that, that's his livelihood. For the tournament guy, that's, that's the difference maker. So that's, that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to create that elite advantage. And we believe we can do that with high-ranked components, um, overall lighter rods, more sensitive, uh, better feel. So that's that's really that's always always been our our mission to create a you know just an elite caliber rod that's going to help the guide and the tournament angler and even the everyday angler just uh, put more fish in the boat. Well, you know your 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 rod, you're like you're talking sensitivity and your and your 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 backbone on them and your your tips are. You know, when you're fighting the fish, you want that tip to, to give a little bit because, you know, some guys do, don't back, you don't see a lot of guys back reeling anymore. You see them using their drag. Well, some drags are better than others, and, and you know, that tip will, that tip, tip will make a whole difference if it'll bend over a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we, you know, we, uh, we have technique specific rods, so I would say that's where, where we're a little bit different. I mean, we're, uh, we're, we're doing, I have an awesome staff. I'm, I'm blessed with the with the best staff really in the business. We just uh, we just added turn, uh, NWT Angler of the Year and uh, Robert Blosser and just, and you know you go to these guys and, and they're, they're they're at the pinnacle. Um, and we work with these kind of guys in design. So we're we're trying to create these technique specific rods that that really that, that really fill a fill a niche. So it's. Uh, it's pretty exciting. By the time these come out, I mean these things have been uh, been tested and proven by some of the best in the business. Well, I think that's a sometimes people don't realize what goes into it, and you've always been good at researching. And like you just said, you know, you have the pros and the guides, and 
and and the tournament anglers using these things. So it's not just something you uh, whip out in your basement and uh, put out there as a custom rod, Joe. Uh, it's 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 something that's tried and true. And you know, if you've never felt a custom fishing rod in your hand, you know, I, I really encourage those and and i hadn't really done it either until the last few years here and i met you and and you know to actually get that feel and have you explain to me and then you know get into my hand and touch it and feel it and see the difference compared to you know the crappy rods i've been using all these years it's it's uh really is amazing yeah yeah thanks for that Stan. it's uh you know what sometimes it's a it's a pretty daunting process because you do have a lot of fails. Um, I'll put something together, and I'm, I get pretty excited about it. And I send it out to these. They're pretty honest with me. They'll go, boy, Joe, this, this thing did not work out too well. But, you know, that that's how you learn, and you, you make revisions, and, and uh, you know, you really find that sweet spot instead of just, um, you know, throwing it out there and putting it a bunch of marketing behind it and have something that's subpar. So, that's really what we believe in, and it's, it's really about working with good guys that uh, know that are masters of their of their craft that can provide uh, you know good information back to back to me, and and I can uh, I can go to work in development. And where do people go? Uh, are you in the main shops? Are you mainly online, or how do people get more information and check out your products, Joe? Yeah, it's at uh, www.jtodp. Uh, dot com so it's jt outdoor products abbreviated so mm-hmm. again jtodp dot com all right we're chatting with joe bricko of jt outdoor products jtodp.com is the website i highly encourage you to check him out and we're going to find out more because not only has the uh New uh, lead core trolling rods, the new baitcaster uh, rod, medium heavy out for the bass guys, and the the new uh, medium action, light action. But he also has some uh, tried and true winners that he's been producing for a while. So we'll uh, get into that and uh, recap what you can find there as well with JT Outdoor Products. Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Poggle on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Got one final segment of Outdoor Adventures for you here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Black Republican, Black Democrat coming up immediately following this program. Don't forget, get that free iHeartRadio app. Click follow on the Outdoor Adventures page or channel, and you never miss an episode. Chris Kudak joining me, Stan Poggle, and we're chatting with our good friend Joe Bricko of JT Outdoor Products. And uh, Kudak... I know uh, you've had the opportunity uh, to do a lot of fishing with these, and especially this winter with the ice rods. So, uh, what can you say about them? Well, you you just you gotta you gotta get them in your hand. I mean, you gotta get them. If you know somebody that's got them, you're, you know you gotta use them. They're they're one of the top. And I mean, I've used lots of rods through the years, guiding and tournament fishing, and uh, he's 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 got a he's got a he's got a product there that's going to go a long long ways. And, um, you know, he's got it. Like I said, he's got a good pro staff. He's got a bunch of good pros. He's got a bunch of good guides. You know, get one in your hand, use it. You'll be owning a bunch. 
And uh, Joe, we chatted a little bit about uh, some of the new stuff uh, for the bass guys, for the walleye guys, for the uh, trollers out there. Like you say, you do a lot of that uh, out on uh, the walleye tours and such. But uh, you also got a lot of uh, great stuff. I know the JTX has been a a big winner for you and the Panhandler as well. So uh, what other uh, models and styles and uh, types uh, for which type of fishermen, what type of other stuff do you uh, provide? Yeah, I mean, we feel like we really have something for everybody now. Uh, you mentioned the, the panhandler rod that was a release last year, and um, uh, we really wanted to bring a, a high-end rod to the uh, to the panfish community. I think that's something that's been been over overlooked. Um, you know, I I, I think at uh, times when I'm when I'm trying to make a precision cast into the into the pencil reeds for for crappies, and that that could be one of the, the hardest casts you make all year. And uh, for some reason, the industry thought those could be lower end rods. So we, uh, we came out with that last year and didn't know exactly how it was going to go being a higher end rod. I mean, we're using elite components on a panfish rod. We got recoil guides and we have the you know, higher end Fuji handle sets on there. So it's uh, it's an expensive panfish rod, but um, we just had overwhelming support on there and just sales that we really had a hard time managing. So we, uh, couldn't even keep up with those so that was that was a great rod for us and then you mentioned the jts i consider that's kind of a it's kind of a do everything rod you know the medium light you can you can pitch jigs with it you can uh you can rig with it you can heck we even uh we even we even trolled with that rod by by hand holding that and long line trolling so it's kind of our, our do everything rod and uh we just went through our new releases all the way up to uh, trolling rods. So we got everything from panfish rods to boss rods to trolling rods. So, again, I feel like uh, at this point in time we have we have something for everybody. You can check them out, jtodp.com, jtodp.com, JT Outdoor Products. And uh, I noticed you just posted a new video, and that's one thing you're really good at too, Joe, is the social media stuff. So uh, we actually uh, uh, shared that one on our page. So if you want to check out the new line of rods, there's a great video on uh, the Outdoor Adventures uh, page. But I know uh, where can people find stuff like that if they want to maybe take a look at them. And uh, also, you know, where you're going to be and uh, where people can find them and and touch them and feel them and uh, test them out. Yeah, so you can always... um Check out our website, as mentioned, uh, or our Facebook page. We're, we're really active on our on our Facebook page, and we try to uh, we try to keep up with the new releases, and we try to post the, the features and the benefits. And um, we we do a lot of videos, uh, as you mentioned. Um, I think the I think the consumer can gain a, a ton of information uh, from the videos. You can see how the the rods load up. You can. Uh, kind of understand our, our process a little bit more, you know, how we go through that and the amount of work we, we spend in engineering. It's, it's all important. So our Facebook page where we're, we're most active on. And then, uh, um, I've signed a sponsor deal with, uh, with the, with the AIM. So, um, you can come to any of the AIM events and, um, uh, we will, we will be there as a sponsor and have some, some product uh, available. So it's a tournament series I fish. So we're going to, we're going to have a, uh, a team member there that'll that'll have some have some rods available, so you can follow the aim schedule, which is a tournament series I fully believe in. That I think is the future of fishing. Um, we have uh, partnered those, with those guys, and we're we're pretty excited about it. So that's a way you can uh, you can see our rods firsthand as well at any of those events. 
Sure, and I know you're at a lot of the shows as well, so check them out there here in the metro area. You're always usually around there. But another thing I wanted to ask, too, and I'm not sure about this and how this works, uh, and I don't know if any of the other people do it, but as far as, you know, it, custom rod, obviously you're going to pay a custom price. So uh, what type of uh, backing do you have as far as uh, the company goes there, as far as support and uh you know, if I have a question about it or maybe, you know, I, I accidentally uh, got it stuck in the door or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, the old door trick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, every every rod builder, you know, has to has to go through the, the warranty process, and we feel like we have one of the one of the better ones available. So we're going to have your, your typical, you know, one-year warranty, which is going to cover defects. You know, defects are, are a thing where it's going to happen the, fir- the first time out. Either a rod is defective or it isn't. So we're going to cover you for a whole year on, on that. So you're going to discover those things in a year, and, and you know, that's a no questions asked, uh, obviously. So we're going to make sure we don't leave leave anybody with uh, with something that, that's defective. Uh, beyond that, we do something in, in addition called a accident replacement program, which is uh, not a lot of guys are doing. You know, if you do the old car door trick, or, um, drop it off the four-wheeler and back over it, whatever have you. I mean, there's a... There's a million ways you can break a rod. We have a we have an accident replacement uh, program. You you go online, you fill it out. There there is it's about 50 percent of retail. So we do we do give you some pretty pretty good forgiveness there. But along with that, we drop a new one in the shipping tube. Uh, we ship it to you with the return label. So now you're not chasing around town trying to find a special tube and trying to package this thing and waste a half a day. You just throw it out online. Just you know and. And we kind of laugh together about it. Yeah, it happens. You you know, you ran it over, no big deal. Send you a new rod, pull the new one out, drop the old one in, send it right back to us. So that's something we do that, that um, we get a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback on that, on, on providing that service. And if guys are looking for your rods, Joe, uh, where where could they buy them at? Where, where, where uh, what? Is it just online you got now, or through your reps, or through your guides, or how can they how can they go about getting rods? Yeah, and that's that's where our programs unique. We, we talked about um, our website. You can always purchase on our website, um, but I would encourage uh, you know the listeners to to reach out to some of our some of our staff guys. Um, you can go on our Facebook page, and we have a list of staff on our, on our website. And uh, you know these guys. Uh, these guys will get in the boat with you, and they'll, uh, you know, that, that's a you can try it before you buy it. I mean, that's uh, a lot of them are guides, and um, I have a lot of these pro staff guys that are that are meeting people after work and, um, you know, getting these things in, in people's hands, and um, even have some staff guys that are that are loaning out some rods so they can use them for a day before they before they commit to buying one. So um, any one of our staff is going to take really good care of you. And I was going to ask you too, Joe. Uh, as far as the the tournament, you mentioned that that you're uh, involved with the AIM tournament, but you also uh, participate in that. When is that to start up? And generally, uh, when when is it? Where is it? Uh, how do people get information on that? Yeah, so AIM has. Uh, they also have a website. Um, uh, the Facebook page is really the the best way to get information on the AIM. And um, yeah, I'm really excited for this the season this year. At, uh, It'll kick off in in May, and uh, my partner and I are fortunate enough to uh, win the Minnesota uh, division last year, so we qualify for what they call the shootout. Now they'll bring the 
they'll bring the the ten uh, the ten top anglers from from each region, uh, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, North Dakota, for what they call a shootout, and we'll be uh, we'll be competing for a top prize of a of a new warrior boat. So uh, this will be the first time I've qualified for it, so I'm I'm pretty excited. It's going to be on the the Chippewa flowage in uh, in Wisconsin uh, the first week of June. So uh, you can follow along. Uh, you can follow that on the on the Facebook page. There's going to be a ton of coverage on that. Um, and then the rest of the series will continue after that, uh, just the, the regular season series, which are Sunday tournaments. Uh, and then there's five events. So this year we'll be we'll be on Malax. We'll be doing a double header on uh, on Leech um, uh, Otter Tail. Uh, is another event, so excited to get to Otter Tail and um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the season there, and then there'll be a championship, which is going to be on Lake of the Woods. Sounds excellent, Joe Bricko from JT Outdoor Products. You can check him out jtodp.com. dot com. JT Outdoor Products, some uh, great products you have, custom rods, and uh, you also got the hot box on there. I highly recommend. Uh, Get these things in your hand, people, and uh, try them out and uh, test them out, and uh, I'm sure you will be uh, more than happy with your uh, purchase. So, uh, Joe Bricker, once again, thanks for checking in here with Outdoor Adventures, and uh, we'll chat sh- soon, I'm sure. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a, have a great rest of your weekend. Will do. Take care. That is, once again, Joe Bricko of JT Outdoor Products. Check him out at JTODP. Dot com. Well, Kuduk, we got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, we're still waiting for the ice to get off the lake. Actually, I think I'm going to maybe go out and uh, hit the ice tomorrow. I saw a guy uh, cut a chunk of ice out of Minnetonka here the other day. I'm not sure where, where exactly. I'm guessing more towards the middle of the lake, but 28 inches of ice yet. So uh, there, there's plenty to get rid of here before uh, open water, but I know everybody out there, a lot of people have kind of put the ice fishing gear away. They're, they're getting excited, getting the... Uh, the summer rods out and ready to rock. So, it, but I think it's going to be a while. Well, you look. You know, I just I had some guys up there on the east side today, and they were going to go out tulipy fishing to the tulipy spot. Well, uh, big snow drifts out there, and, and Dicky couldn't get out to get it plowed out, so they were going to go over to the west side to see if they could get out over at Terry's over there. But you know, they're we got you know it ain't get, it's you guys are supposed to get snow and sleet the next couple of days, and the temperatures are you know. There's a lot of ice. I mean, we're down to we're down to our extensions. I mean, our powerheads on uh, on Malak. So, you know, it's it either either it's going to be off a day before opener or it's going to be off after opener. It's going to be it's going to be a tough one this year. And I'm hoping it goes off after opener. Well, we need it to be out by the 12th though in Wilmer because we have the big walleye opener, and we'll we'll always uh, we've been doing that for the last few years, and it's. Uh, Governor Dayton's last year, so you know we might have to uh, toss him in the lake this year. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> be out there for that, and uh, I believe we're going to fish that this year out there because I don't think I'll be fishing on Malak, so I think we'll just stay out there and fish. And I'm sure that'll probably be open out there because I don't think they had that much ice out there in that neck of the woods as we got up here. Yep. So it should be fun. So we'll look for more on that. In March or May twelfth, we'll be at the governor's fishing opener there in Wilmer, and plenty of uh, fun to be had there. Any final thoughts, Kudak? Uh, I'm sure you want to thank thank the listeners for for the song requests. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm sure when I get back into town, we we'll, we will have a discussion about this because it's going to get stand back next week. Uh oh, uh oh. Now I'm in trouble. Well. Uh, 
Check out Kudok. Give him a call if you want to uh, get out uh, either on the ice or out on the water this uh, summer. And uh, he definitely will uh, treat you right. Enjoy your time there, Kudok, and uh, we'll chat to you soon, buddy. And, uh, man, he, he's already not speaking to me. Wow. Check us out on Facebook, Outdoor Adventures. Black Republican, Black Democrat is coming up here next on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 1035, and the free iHeartRadio app. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. See ya.